It's Sunday morning. Time for the Great Outdoors with Charlie Potter. Brought to you by the all-new Chevy Silverado and ChevyDriveChicago.com on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Good morning. Welcome to the Great Outdoors show. Your host, Charlie Potter, here on WGN Radio. Believe it or not, today, this morning, marks the 23rd anniversary of my first show on the Great Outdoors show when I was handed the microphone from my great friend and WGN legend, Bill Cullerton. It's hard to believe that was 23 years ago today. So thank you for listening. Some of you have been listening for all 23 years. I'm sorry you've had to listen to me for that long. For those of you who haven't listened for so long, thank you for listening, and thank you for making The Great Outdoors Show the number one rated outdoor radio show in America uh, on WGN for all these years. And we're running 53 years now, 53 years consecutive running on The Great Outdoors Show on WGN Radio. And if it's not the longest continuous running radio show in America, it's certainly right there with whatever the longest might be. But I I think we're probably the longest at this point. So thanks for supporting the show, and thank you, Chevy, for making it possible for all these years as well. Without you, we couldn't do the great outdoors show. This morning's guest, Chris Dorsey, who is an icon in the outdoor industry, the television industry, who's the leader in in outdoor communications and has been for, for many, many years. I've had Chris on the show before, and this morning we're going to talk about where the outdoor industry is headed from a communications point of view and also where Chris Dorsey is headed uh, with with some of his outdoor TV shows and and his world in general. So, Chris, thank you for joining me this morning. I thank you. You've been on the air before, and I thank you for coming on this morning. Delighted to be on, Charlie, and congratulations. 23 years. Wow. I had no idea I was was sharing the, uh, the morning with a legend here. Well done. You're not. It just shows that I'm not 25 years old anymore. <laughs> and for all of you that have suffered with me all these years, thank you. So, Chris, you you built a communications juggernaut, started with the outdoor industry. Do you want to give, just from 50,000 feet, the world has changed enormously, television's changed enormously, yet you have continued to lead all these years how many years ago was it you started Orion Multimedia, which, of course, became Dorsey Pictures? Just give us a snapshot of where the industry's been and what you think is in store in the future for outdoor television. Yeah, well, I, I, we, we started this uh, this enterprise about 20, 23 years ago now, and uh, my wife and I and, and some partners. And, yeah, it's been a fun run. I mean, it's really been we, – we helped kind of create the uh, – the growth in outdoor television back in the day when it was ESPN, ESPN2, and and you might recall TNN, the Nashville network, before it became Paramount, which is what, of course, Yellowstone is on now. And so, yeah, we've been playing the game a long time. I think it's really just been a, a, an effort to avoid honest work for the most part. But but we've had a lot of fun doing it, and, and it's, uh, you know, it's fun to sort of blend conservation and, and hunting, fishing, and, and uh general travel in the outdoors together in uh, in TV. And, and, you know, we've done a lot of mainstream programs as well. I think we've done 56 series now in the outdoor space over that 23 years and really an equal number for mainstream networks like, 
like Discovery and HGTV and DIY and, and a bunch of those networks, Travel, et cetera. But even, even in the mainstream networks uh, like Discovery, we've tried to blend kind of the, the ethic and ethos of, of the outdoors and conservation into many of those programs where there might be somebody surviving in Alaska. We did a series called uh, uh, Kodiak for Discovery, which was about the bear hunters and in Kodiak Island and, and of course, uh, how they operate and, and the fact that, that they have the highest bear densities of any place on the planet, not in spite of hunting, but because of hunting. So anyway, we've, we've tried to blend that narrative and take it as mainstream as we can. As you know, the landscape's shifting an awful lot. A lot of streaming is happening now. And, and I was just with the, the former head of a, of a big major network and we were doing some hunting in, in Southern Colorado and in these streaming platforms are still kind of trying to find their way. There's a lot of cord cutting going on, but, uh, but there's still a lot of value in mainstream linear television, how people get it across the TV set, et cetera, not necessarily through a, a Netflix or Amazon, et cetera. So, yeah, you know, I guess at the end of the day, we're all story creatures, right? You know, since the cave days of painting on cave walls and, and telling a, a hunting story that way. Now we're doing it uh, through a little bit more sophisticated means and reaching a lot more people in different languages and all that fun stuff. I, I've never thought of you, Chris Dorsey, as a caveman. <laughs> Making, painting lithographs on, but you're right. I mean, you, and by the way, all of you listening, whether you know it or not, there's no question that you have watched a Chris Dorsey produced television show at some point, and maybe a, maybe a lot of them, and maybe you watch Chris religiously on on on, this, on some of his outdoor shows now, which we're going to get to in a second. But you just said something really interesting: cave, the cave dwellers and and Native Americans and all kinds of people painted lithographs, you know, on cave walls. And you can go up to Quetico or the Boundary Waters, and you can see these incredible lithographs, pictographs, you know, painted of hunting scenes. And then moving forward. A lot of years, you had Ansel Adams, and you've talked about what Ansel Adams did, and 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 make that connection to modern television, and and and, and particularly, Chris, I know you're now a leader in the in the world of IMAX production, big screen, giant screen, making epic films. You were the executive producer of of Wings Over Water, which has basically swept all the awards for for quality of an IMAX. Uh, natural history film. Walk, walk us through a bit of your your thought in in how we we visualize things. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it really is a visual world, and and how do you how do you evoke emotion and power and and move people to the point of doing something, motivating them to do something, without strong visuals? And and uh, and the point of Ansel Adams was simply, you know, without his images coming to Washington D.C. We wouldn't have the national park system. We wouldn't have the, the the view to save these places because most people will never step foot in these places. But they they recognize the value. They recognize the uniqueness and and the the really the the role we have, the responsibility that we have to preserve those places. And so it's very difficult to do without visuals. And and so we we tend to in a lot of our productions use the visuals to to evoke a a sense of emotion and try and get people motivated to do something to help to 
to create a call to uh, call to action, at, at least emotionally, spiritually, if not directly. And, and uh, so anyway, we, we, we try and turn up the volume on conservation causes and messaging and, and the lifestyle of the outdoors and all the virtues that go with that. And that's been sort of inherent in our DNA for a long time. Well, but you make very high quality television uh, programming, and now you're in the IMAX world. What, Chris, what brought you to the giant screen world, and, and where do you think it's, it's going to take people as we try to, well, I guess the question is, can the mainstream become engaged in, in saving animals and our natural resources in a way they haven't yet, and how do we do that? Yeah, well, look, I think mainstreaming a message of conservation and the role that we have in that is, is incredibly important. I think as you look at, at sort of what's happening with environmental education, conservation education across the country, you have a lot of states where the legislatures have mandated K-12 through conservation education, but in many cases, there is no funding for that. So, so we have really uneven understanding of the natural world among the population. And uh, so if we can use mass media and, uh, and, and large streaming platforms and, and do it on scale to help bridge that gap, fill that gap, so that we have, we have people that, that understand their role in the environment, the fact that they've got a role to play, and, and that we're all tied together in this, in this world of, of you know, ecosystems and, and the food chain, um, I think we've got to do that because otherwise we get really bad public policy. We, if we have politicians and, and policymakers that don't have a fundamental understanding of the natural world either, we get bad public policy. So there's really, really a value in investing in education, helping people understand the role that uh, that they can play, and just the importance of a clean environment, whether it's clean air, water, soil, uh, and, and how to manage that, how to protect it, how to make sure it's sustainable down the road, how to not pollute it. And, and uh, as, as Johnny Morris is fond of saying, we all live downstream. And we also, Chris, all, we all live, as you know better than anyone, that uh, our shows have to pay their bills. And so we're going to take a moment to do that. And when we come back, <laughs> we're visiting with Chris Dorsey, who is the leader, has been for many years in television programming, not only in the outdoors, but really the outdoor lifestyle. And we're going to take a break now for just a moment. But in doing so, I'm going to say that for 23 years, the Chicagoland Chevrolet dealers have been the sponsor of the Great Outdoors Show. And you wouldn't be listening to me this morning without the great work of Chevrolet. So thank you, Chevrolet. So in just a moment, we'll be back on the Great Outdoors Show, the Outdoor Voice of Chicago and America, 720 WGN. And first, a message from our more than 23-year sponsor, the Northwest Indiana and Chicagoland Chevrolet dealers. When sunrise is your alarm clock, life is different. You eat a ditch for breakfast. Love the smell of diesel in the morning with a hot cup of joe. The weather report is 40% chance of mud. And corporate pull, that's 36,000 pounds of towing capacity with a gooseneck trailer. Mudden is PTO. You know sometimes when the paved road ends, the fun begins. Chevy Silverado 3500 HD is waiting to run over something, anything. No road, no problem, because the best way out is always through. A trouble rides a swift horse, and you don't want trouble pulling a backhoe loader. 
Chevy Silverado HD is a wake-up call. Now, during Chevy truck season, get a $1,000 accessory allowance toward the purchase of a new truck with accessories. You worked hard for your money. Spend it smart. So see your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer today or go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for all the details. Chevy Silverado HD. Power up and experience life in HD. It's Charlie Potter and the Great Outdoors on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Welcome back to the Great Outdoors show. Charlie Potter, your host here on WGN Radio. Thank you for being with me this morning. If you're just joining me, Chris Dorsey, who is the individual who basically has brought you a lot of outdoor television over the last 20-plus years in a format that revolutionized how we view the outdoors on TV. He's our guest. He's been on the show many times. And, Chris, you said something before we, we went off the air when you said Johnny Morris, of course, who's the founder and owner of Bass Pro and now Bass Pro with Cabela's, said, we all live downstream, and that's the reason we need clean water and clean air, and we need to protect our natural resources. But one of the things that you have done is is begin to take conservation to the mainstream. And you take a, just take a moment. You created some lifestyle shows. You talked about Alaska, Maine, some shows you created that gave people an awareness of the outdoors, not necessarily through the lens of hunting and fishing, but just why it's so important. What, as you look back on that, what were some of the, the greatest challenges you had in, in creating that, really, that entire uh, reality TV world? Yeah, I mean, look, it, you know, I think you you create what you know about, and then you align with networks that are looking for that kind of content. And that, that really is kind of the very simplified formula of, of how you do this. But it's always been driven by a passion, right? We, we, we've never been very interested in producing programming that, that uh, we wouldn't ourselves want to watch, that uh, we, we didn't find some redeeming value. Uh, we're, we're not doing Real Housewives shows. We're, we're not doing Jersey Shore and some of those. Mind you, the money was, I'm sure, very good. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, that's kind of who we are, what we are. And, and uh, the, the people I hang out with are not uh, you know, producers and and execs in Hollywood, they're, they're loggers, they're farmers, they're ranchers, they're, they're outdoors people, they're survivalists, they're, you know, preppers. And, and, and that's kind of, that's kind of my hang, my vibe. And that's kind of what the, the brand is at, at Dorsey Pictures. And, and we've been big in, in places like Alaska. We've, we've done a lot of programs at Alaska. Building Alaska, I think, ran for 14 seasons. And that started because I had a a guy that I was hunting brown bear with on Kodiak Island decided he was going to tear down his existing cabin and build a new one. And so I said, well, how are you going to do that? He said, well, I'm going to tie a big cable around this thing. I'm going to hook it up to my trawler, my fishing trawler, and I'm going to jerk it down to the beach and torch it. I said, well, you might, you might if we film it. He said, no, go ahead. And this guy sort of talked like uh, Tom Bodet, you know, had a real sort of funny, uh, stilted way of, of speaking and anyway so this happens and it's i mean it's a pretty impressive scene when you see a fishing crawler jerk a cabin down to the beach and then it's a giant bonfire and so i sent it off to the execs at hgtv and diy and, and that was the genesis of building alaska again 14 seasons and and that really spawned just as an example a whole bunch of other programs building off the grid which we do for discovery as well and and all that sort of outdoor wild building stuff that, that became kind of a rage for quite a while. 
really started, <laughs> excuse me, with that series and, and with a, a, just a peculiar hunt in, in Kodiak, Alaska. <laughs> but yet, as you said, you were, you were in that universe, you understood that universe, and you brought joy and entertainment and also knowledge to tens of millions of people, uh, if not more, through what you've done. So let me, Chris, as we wind down, what's been the most fun you, your passion is the outdoors, hunting and fishing, and you're you're highly skilled at it. Not only telling the stories, but also and and, and filming them, but also yourself, an accomplished outdoors person. What's the most thrilling adventure you ever filmed? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I get that question a fair amount, and and uh, usually it's it's relative to life and death, right? I mean any close calls. And, and uh, I, I think the closest calls I've ever had have been in small aircraft and boats. <laughs> and one in particular was on Kodiak Island, as a matter of fact, with, uh, with Gerald McCraney, the actor, who's now on NCIS LA every week. And of course, the, the, the star of, of many different series, Deadwood on HBO and Simon and Simon and, and Jericho and things like that. But we're up there bear hunting and it's uh, we're sitting at poor lions and it's a tiny little tiny little bird getting ready to take off and and the plane takes off after two hours of waiting for a, a snow squall to sort of end but it's still windy and rough and and brutal out there we take off and this little plane is bouncing all over the place we're you know we're crabbing sideways i've got one hand on one window another hand on the other window i'm in the back seat mccraney's in the front seat next to the pilot and everybody's braced for for you know, sort of impact because you're bouncing so violently in the wind that your head is hitting the side of the plane if you don't do that. And and finally, we're all white-knuckled, and McCraney leans back, and he says, you do realize that if we crash today, the headlines are going to read, Gerald McCraney and others died today. <laughs> 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 so it was, the, it was the icebreaker, and uh, yeah, anyway, it was... One one of one of many adventures like that, and and uh, his partner in crime on Simon and Simon was uh, Jameson Parker, and he and I had a very similar experience on a plane down in South America. So yeah, small aircraft and, and boats seem to be a common denominator when it comes to close calls for me. Well, Chris, thank you for taking your time this morning. You and I have had the pleasure of knowing each other a long time before both of us were on radio and TV. And Chris has said that I have a good face for radio. I can say that you definitely have, I have a good not. face for TV. And I can I can come on the air and nobody knows, Chris, if I comb my hair. But you always are perfectly coiffed. And so thank you for being with us. Chris Dorsey, <laughs> the founder of Dorsey Pictures and really the leader in outdoor television around the world. Thanks for being with us in the Great Outdoors Show, Chris. We'll have more to talk about soon. And I know another one of your passions is making sure that legislation does not drive conservation, but the policy does. And we've got some issues in the coming months. I'll definitely circle back with you on that. So thanks, Chris, very Amen. much. Look forward to it. Thanks, You're listening Sarah. to Charlie Potter on the Outdoor Voice of Chicago and America, 720 WGN. Have a great, happy, safe week and a great outdoors. Thanks for listening.